Three, two, one, let's go. Anyway. God damn it. Hey, Cosmopolis. We watched it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway. Lucy coughing noises in the yeah. background. All right. Always good. Cool. Um, we watched Cosmopolis. Uh, fuck. What'd you think? Uh, I don't. I don't know. It was kind of good. I don't know. <laughs> was it good? What, I, did you like? I'm, I know. I'm sure you enjoyed some of the themes in it. Yes. But did you enjoy the movie I as like, a whole? I like this movie. Okay. If I found, uh, if if I found a Blu-ray copy of this movie laying around somewhere where I probably wasn't paying full price for my own copy, I would I would pick up. That Blu-ray copy. Are you uh, implying that you would steal no, it? No, you have the blue, the, your own Blu-ray copy, and I, I need mine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I liked this. There's a lot. There's a lot more <laughs> to this movie than you than you first think. Yeah, th- alright, so this is the kind of movie that I would want to watch several times Ugh. before ideally doing like... That sounds terrible. Like, before ideally <laughs> doing like a, a deep dive essay or like like review type essay on it. Yeah, so this was um, a book. Yeah, and I, I am interested in reading this book. Um... David Cronenberg has a pretty uh, pretty solid track record with uh, adapting difficult material. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, uh, this is a David Cronenberg movie. Yep. Stars um, Robert Pattinson. By stars the way. Robert Pattinson. It was made in 2012. Yeah. Uh, in the shadow of Occupy Wall Street, which comes up thematically. Yeah. <laughs> you can say that. It has exactly. A 5.0 on IMDb. It is middle of the road. It is road, exactly precisely. dead middle. <laughs> did, which, you, did you check the Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic? Metacritic is 58. <laughs> which is pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, I can tell you the Rotten Tomatoes uh, if you give me a second. Yeah, I, I need I need to hear that this is also in the in the 45 to 55 range on Rotten Tomatoes, and I will I will love this. 65. Oh, okay. Pulled a little bit ahead on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. All right, so um. Audience score 31. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Yeah. I, it just says people who like this movie also like Cosmopolis. <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be like a mistake. That that has There's to be. nothing else. <laughs> There's literally nothing else. Jesus. Um, okay, so Oh wow. Um, okay, well, I knew nothing about Let's this summarize movie. the plot. Let's we have to do, do that. I mean mm, Robert Pattinson is a multi-billionaire head of a company that does capital investments uh he 
his company invests a lot of money against the yuan, the Chinese currency. Yes. Uh, and this turns out to fail. So he his company loses a hundred hundreds of millions of dollars in one day. Uh, but all this is more of a backdrop to a limo ride across New York City that begins like early in the morning, eight or you know seven or eight a.m. and ends like you know one or the two in the day. one or two in the morning. <laughs> uh, uh, so you can with, get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, just to get a haircut, and many interesting things happen along the way of right. this trip. Right. There's a protest of. Uh, like like Occupy Wall Street, which you know his stretch limousine is right in the middle of, the, and he gets uh, it gets vandalized pretty heavily. Uh, he fornicates with a few different ladies. Uh, he eats some dinner on varying really. levels of uh, hired status to do so. Yeah, he eats some food with his wife. Yeah, he eats three meals with his wife. Who he just runs into three different times throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, at, during dinner, she says that she's going to vo- to divorce him, and it's implied that th- they've been married for three weeks or a month or so, and only uh, had sex one time. Right. Which is much to Robert Pattinson's displeasure. Yes. Um. There's also. He kills a guy. Yeah. Um, he kills his chief of security. For no reason. Um, his favorite rapper dies, and uh, he, he cries. He, he, he cries about that while uh, while talking to uh, one of his favorite rapper's close friends. Yep. Um, he has philosophical conversations with a woman who is never named and never alluded to as to like you know what relationship she has. She works like. for his company. Doing what? She's the. She is the uh, the something the head of theory or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about uh, the, the lady that was in her car in his car for like a weirdly long time, right? Yeah, like the dur- third, like during the, the protest. Like the third or fourth person that was in his car. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was like she was like, You hired me to be your head of theory. Or oh, whatever. okay, yeah. okay. I, I I must have missed that. There's a lot of dialogue in this movie. Uh, a lot. You, you I mean it's all things. it's all dialogue. Um it's oops all words. <laughs> um, and uh, so, so you remember how Ghost in the Shell? <laughs> oh wait, hold up. Sorry, we didn't finish the summary. Uh, there's a guy who's trying to kill him, and at the end, uh, he does maybe. He might, but not before they. It they, fades to black right before he might or might not have pulled the trigger. Yeah, and uh, they they have like a twenty minute long philosophical back and forth about things all right so you remember ghost in the shell yeah you remember how there were large swatches of like the story that ground to a halt just to to like spitball philosophy yeah this movie solves that problem by, by cutting out not the story. much of a story to speak of really and then just because it's in Ghost, just the philosophy. Because in Ghost in the Shell, you were always like 
damn. I want more story. Yeah, yeah. you're always like, damn, this is this is kind of interesting to chew on, but but really, I want to get back to this whole like counterterrorism thing, and uh, and 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 cool gun battles and stuff. I think it is quite novel that this movie was just like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> What's hanging in the balance? A haircut. Yeah. You really interested in that? Sit in the limo with Robert Pattinson and talk about capitalism for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. That being said, like there, there is a, there is a lot of, there's a lot of cool stuff. There is a lot of cool filmic language stuff that yeah. happens here. It, uh... and, and there's there, there's a lot of good like like storytelling like motif and nuance type stuff that that takes place. Um, it. I don't know. This this movie <laughs> is very odd. Yeah. We've watched a, Chris. We watch a lot of weird movies. I don't know if you know this. Uh, I'm mildly aware. <laughs> um, but this one is like. It's not the weirdest movie we've watched. No. Not by not even close. No. Not even top five, probably. No. But it's certainly like I'm I'm pretty sure that it Johnny it, Swades. That's so pretty weird. It might be the weirdest. Cool world. <laughs> it's really a toss up between those two Brad yeah. Pitt movies that I that we watched back to back. I was I, think. I was about to say I always in my head I think that we watched those back to back. I'm not sure. I know they were close. Yeah. But in my head they were like practically the same night. Yeah, so where was it? But no, very few movies have left me feeling this quizzical afterwards. Right. Where I'm like, what? Not like what was the point in like a bad way. Right. But like, I feel like that is kind of what was the movie's goal to to kind of just mosey mosey to a point <laughs> and then not quite get there. Yeah. So who wrote this book? Was it Brady Sinellis? It was not Brady Sinellis. Brady Sinellis has never written something that would be as poignant as this book. Ooh, got him. <laughs> Someone that we know, who I will not name, told me he was su- getting super into Brady Sinellis these days. Yeah, I, I know I know a lot of people who who are are very. Into you could Brady probably Sinellis. guess who it is. I know exactly who. You're okay, about. cool. Um. <laughs> I know a lot of people who are who are into uh, Brady Snellis's work, and I get it. I do. It's just the more I look into like him, he seems like uh, like someone who who finds meaning in controversy that's maybe not there. <laughs> yeah. Like just being contrarian and nihilistic is enough. For him, and it's maybe not enough for me. <laughs> um, not not saying that I wouldn't give any of his his works a fair shake. It's just uh, I I don't uh, I I don't think that this would be his his uh, I don't think this would be his thing. This movie is, however, very very much nihilistic. Um, yeah, it definitely is. Uh, it, it is it is it brings up. Um, oddly enough, in in like big budget like uh, feature film depictions of of anarchism, I think this probably 
the this portrayal of it like as a political school of thought gives it the most credit that I've seen out of like uh out of pretty much pretty much any other like big budget film portrayal um and uh and and at at the end of the day it uh it still doesn't like you know come down on the side of it or anything um it it talks shit about capitalism uh, as it's well, fair, it's but fairly it's, realistic for all but, angles. Yeah, it it, it pretty much it, it talks shit about capitalism. It sets up uh, it sets up anar- anarchism as a uh, as a uh, uh, as the you know alternative that that protesters are taking, and then it very comfortably and like passively and glibly says. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> Doesn't really matter. Uh, so it is. Which it is, is fair. Yeah. It is. It is very nihilistic. I had in, a. I had a. I had, sort of off topic. I had a middle school teacher once who 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 said that uh, uh, capitalism was the worst form of economy except for all the other forms of economy. <laughs> I, I've 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 heard various other. Uh, uh, things related to capitalism and democracy. What yeah. Was it? Uh, uh, there, there's there's one famous thing. It was like uh, democracy. What was it? Democracy is a terrible form of government, but it's the best one we found, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but but all all that aside, this movie uh, this movie is not around to answer questions. It is surely around to ask questions and and sort of um, lampshade them if yeah. you're a fan of TV tropes. <laughs> right, uh, right. It doesn't it doesn't really. Because I think at its core, this movie is is like a is like a comedy. It, it, yeah, it, I I would I would classify this as a farce. Like it, it's not funny. It, there are funny moments. The movie, <laughs> yeah, there, there are some moments that will just make you like chuckle because they they're brought up with a certain amount of like timing, deadpan, and yeah. deadpan and and innocuous things. But like the movie itself is not funny. No, but it is technically, I think, a comedy because I mean, not in the like Shakespearean sense, right? Because we don't know, but uh, <laughs> but. Like in the sense that it is um, sort of self-deprecating, I guess. Yeah. And like, but but in a very in a very comical way. Like, like I said, I, I would I would safely classify this as farce. It's like an extremely dry farce. Cause I mean, it is. It is so dry. It's dry. It's uh. I, I, I'll I'll say that it it borders on boring. I know people who called Nightcrawler dry, like like the the Jake Gyllenhaal. Movie. Oh, never saw it. Oh man, it it, it is on our list. We we will be uh we'll we'll be watching it at some point. Is it X Men themed? No, it is not. Uh, there is uh there there is definitely a philosophical through line that that runs from this movie into Nightcrawler. Um. Maybe we'll watch it next week. <laughs> In the same way that there's like a philosophical through line that runs through this movie into American Psycho. Which yeah, is, which but is, which is actually a Brady Stenos. Th- yes, they're they're, they're they're on the through line like 
those are on opposite ends of the through line. Right. <laughs> right. But but I, I know people who who classified like Nightcrawler as as being dry, uh, and and kind of you know, kind of for the same reasons. And man, it is it is an oasis compared to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you are you are really, honestly sitting in a limo. With Robert Pattinson. For 92% of the movie. Spitballing philosophy. Yeah. That's it. Pretty much the whole run. So, so, sometimes with sometimes with guests. With 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 good cinematography. Yep. Uh, and and interesting characters. Yeah, compelling camera work. It, it's 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 photographed well. It's, it never feels like a bottle like a bottle movie like it doesn't yeah, no, it doesn't feel really. like it doesn't feel like you're stuck in one place even though you are yeah it, but and and they they utilize the set of the limo well like to 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 uh, shoot things from from the pro- proper angles and have the seating in the limo mean something yeah and and where a character sits is largely Indicative of what their character does and and how important they are and what the power dynamic is at the time, and that's that's really cool. It's really cool to see someone maximize a set like that. Um, but <laughs> at the end of the day, if spitballing philosophy for two hours with Robert Pattinson in a limo doesn't appeal to you, you should stay far away from yeah. this movie. <laughs> um, but if that appeals to you, you can get a lot out of this. Also, if that particular thing appeals to you, you've probably already seen this yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, it's you, true. You were made for this. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, if 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 it if it doesn't sound like a turn off to you, um, you can get a lot out of this. Now this isn't saying much, but this is definitely the best I've seen Robert Pattinson do in a movie. But I've Fair. not I've not seen that many movies the, of his. The, this this is in my experience the movie that people have always like kind of especially because this came out during, uh, like like wild Twilight movies were still coming out. Um, I'm pretty sure. Mm. I I think Breaking Dawn Part Two came out in like 2013 or 2014. We can find know. out. We yeah. have the technology. We do. Um, but anyway, th- this is this is the movie that, in my experience, people usually hold up and be like, "No, Robert Pattinson can really actually act. Like, like he's pretty good." Yeah. <laughs> Breaking Dawn Part Two came out the same year as this, 2012. Wow, yeah. what a roller coaster year for Robert Pattinson. Not only that, <laughs> it has a higher IMDb rating <laughs> by half a point. Half a star, I, I should say. Oh, God. <laughs> yup. <laughs> but, but yeah, so... Um, and and this movie was kind of a, a, a critical darling, uh, from what I'm, I'm aware of. Mm, um, not really. I've... Okay, maybe not a critical darling. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people, a lot of critics say a lot of good things about this movie. All right, so this segues <laughs> me into something that I really wanted to do. Okay. We're going to uh, just read <laughs> just read the titles of some of the IMDb reviews. We're not going to read the whole reviews. I'm just going to give you <laughs> some titles and what they gave them out of 10 stars. Okay. 
I, I have yet to read this, but you have assured me that it is it is good, good stuff. Uh, <laughs> revise your expectations. Eight out, eight out of ten stars. Okay. Pretend, kind. Pretentious and self-indulgent. Three out of ten. Okay. <laughs> Philosophical and poetic. Seven out of ten. <laughs> Worst David Cronenberg film I've seen. One out of ten. Bullshit. 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 Shivers. <laughs> I know people like it. Nothing happens. <laughs> Dialogue driven and emotionally empty. Three out of ten. <laughs> Strange, yet feels good. 8 out of 10. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. 1 out of 10. Rubbish, 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 rubbish. <laughs> <coughs> 7 out of 10. Not for everybody. No, That's fair. 1 out of 10. Unending verbal <laughs> masturbation. <coughs> 3 out of 10. I got through 45 minutes. <laughs> Wow, you got through thirty, or you got through forty-five minutes, and you were still like, "No, oh, this doesn't get a one. <laughs> this doesn't even get a two. I liked the forty-five minutes. I just didn't want to see any more of it." <laughs> one out of ten, the worst movie ever. Okay. Three out of ten. What was the point? <laughs> Nine out of ten. Not for everyone, but genius. Okay. I'm I'm probably more aligned with that guy if if I'm being totally honest. Here. Ten out of ten. Why? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Might be closer to him. One out of ten. Abysmal with an exclamation point. Three out of ten. Why? <laughs> I'm not making this up. Whether you loved it or hated it, you are asking questions. One out of ten. Not worth watching. One out of ten. Terrible, boring waste of time. Two out of ten. Only metric saved this film from a zero. <laughs> Two out of ten. Not good at all. Eight out of ten. What? <laughs> ten out of ten. Thought-provoking and intense drama. Uh, one out of ten. I am not a masochist, but I saw this awful movie until the very end. <laughs> Uh, uh, man. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I I was so so. <laughs> hmm. I'm definitely. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like other. I'm trying to think of other movies to prod this up to as like a frame of reference type thing. Uh, um, obviously, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two. Obviously, if you like Twilight. You'll like this one. Um, uh, no. <laughs> if you like Twilight, stay far, far away from this movie. And me. Um, <laughs> Just kidding, I liked Breaking Dawn Part 2. Of course, we loved it. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Um, it was a bastion of hope. <laughs> um, no, so, alright. But yeah, I'm trying to think of, of other movies that I would put this... Lost in Translation. Uh, <laughs> no, not quite. But anyway, about Lost in Translation. God, <laughs> you know, you know what's really sad though. I I was about I was about to be like, oh, I know the movie. And I was gonna say Pi, and then I realized I'm pretty sure I've brought up Pi like. 
15 fucking times on this show. And I've never seen it. We still haven't watched it. It is on our list. You know what I bring up every episode? I mean, I'm... I'm Lost ser- in Translation. Yes. <laughs> I'm, but I'm serious. I'm pretty sure that I've brought up Pi. I know that we have brought up a Darren Aronofsky movie... Like back to back to back, three or yeah. four weeks in a row. Yeah. What is wrong with us? Is the universe trying to tell us something? <laughs> something horrible. Something, something very sad. So I was about to say something sad. Um, so I'm not going to talk about pie. The other thing that I'd probably put this up with, and this is like a, a really bad association to have, but a movie called Primer, which is also on our list, um, which I have seen. And still have questions about. It's a similar level of dry. It just looks way better and makes more sense. Um, but if you're if, if if you get enjoyment out of that kind of stuff, some stuff that's like very dialogue driven and very like you know, there, there's there's. There's not a lot to show in this movie, but there's a lot to tell, um, which which is a lot of people's like you know pet peeve like absolute criteria for worst kind of movie, and I understand that. Um, but um, if 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 you're not opposed to that, um, you you will probably love this movie. I'm willing to say. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I again. I, I want to watch this movie like several more times. I do really love it though. Um, there's some really love good, is a strong word. I, I I think I think I love this movie. <laughs> um, there is there there is a lot of like very very clever stuff that goes on if you're willing to the dialogue walk. Uh, it got I've. The dialogue at first, when we paused the, I paused the movie after like 10 minutes. I was like, what is this dialogue? Right. And you were like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But then as time went on, it started to be okay. So I don't know if it like... Because I read in the trivia, as I do, uh, this movie was shot chronologically. Yeah. Which is cool. And I believe that is a Cronenberg... Uh, thing i not always but yeah when I'm, appropriate yeah i i think i think he's done it uh on a couple of movies but but I, I don't think it's a thing that he uh he does like across the board no no, no. Um, as he shouldn't but um no so i think it i don't know if it was because i just grew like numb to it or if it actually like got better I, i'm not sure because by the end of the movie i was like this dialogue okay maybe not by the end because at the end things kind of go off the rails a little bit, but <laughs> it, from like the the twenty five to seventy five percent points of the movie, uh, the dialogue felt very clever and like um, just just clever. Felt very clever. Yeah. yeah. And, and and it is. I I think that so so the dialogue at the beginning is actually hard to listen to. Um. And I, I, I think, so I don't think it was all, certainly part of it was getting used to the dialogue and, and to where you could kind of like drop into the, the cadence that it kind of keeps. 
but I think a lot of it had to do specifically with Robert Pattinson's character um, with character progression. So at the beginning, he is like incredibly uh, robotic. And they talk about how he's got, you know, this, this you know, insane gift for, for kind of computation and considering, you know, 10 million factors in a minute and doing, like, entire mental maps yeah. and, and, and crazy amounts of information gathering and processing. Um, and and they, they talk about his, his ability to, to function this way, similar to the way that you would discuss like a computer yeah and so at the beginning it sounds incredibly robotic and very smug he he makes people uncomfortable uh that he's around by asking questions because they know that they will be judged on their answers um because he already knows the answer to everything that he asks um but as soon as he experiences it and and they they start setting up really early that the only thing he has anxiety about is the amount of information he has to process or is really about uncertainty and the only way that he can experience uncertainty is with information that he doesn't have or the sheer amount of information that he's getting uh, being unable to process it. Um, and this kind of comes to a head when the situation with the Yuan starts happening. Yeah. Because it's a total outlier. He couldn't predict it. It's, the, was, it's the pivoting point for the movie. Yeah. Right. There, there was nothing, there, there was nothing uh, <laughs> symmetrical about it, mm. <laughs> as they bring up later. Um, there, um, and, and, and he figures out, and actually it is important, so we do have to talk about the symmetrical thing. Uh, <laughs> he has a, a symmetrical prostate. <clears throat> You see him getting a prostate exam uh, in his limo by a doctor who uh, who who he has like on staff. Like, like he 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 gets a full checkup every day, um, and the doctor tells him in the same scene where he receives the news about the yuan crashing or or what is it? No, the yuan keeps getting bigger beyond expectation Mm -hmm. um while he's receiving the same news he is told that he has an asymmetrical prostate um he can find no meaning in either of these things he can't tie these pieces of information in with any broader thing and at that point his characters start spinning and his dialogue becomes more and more organic um as he as starts his spinning, life goes off the rails, basically. <laughs> right, and seeking, and and as a response, he starts seeking more and more information to to try and tie together loose ends. Um, and he, he starts grasping for straws, uh, mostly with like physical stimulus. Like he he's you know he's he's very intent on on eating and drinking he is very intent on on 
uh, feeling emotional catharsis. Uh, he asks a woman on his uh, uh, on his security payroll who he's fucking to tase him. Yeah. <laughs> Which unfortunately you never see, and it's the only reason that he kills the head of his security detail, um, presumably. Uh, even after he's been told that there's an attempt on his life uh, in the works. So, I mean, there, there, and and I think that's a good little like that. That's a big part of the movie, and it's a good little uh, kind of look at what makes this writing clever, even though it is literally just dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like you know they're they're streamlining anything for you. Yeah. It, it's still clever in the way that that you see, you know, the character actions progressing, and the way that you see uh, him him seeking information in ways that that don't uh, that don't make sense. <laughs> so, how, speaking of analyzing information, yes. what do you think the budget and box office for this movie were? Oh shit. Um. Mm, always when I least expect it, we do this. Yeah. Uh, okay. David Cronenberg is a pretty thrifty guy. I've 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 noticed looking at uh looking at some of his other other movies and reading interviews about. Uh, trying to come in uh, under budget and uh, and whatnot. I'm going to say this movie was shot for ten million or less. Uh, that's that's wrong. So over ten million. Yeah. Okay. That's. Most there's very few movies that get made for that little. There, I mean, it, yes. Um, like it is low, but it's not. Yes. It's not that low. That's that would be insane. Yeah, I, I was. I, I'm. I was trying to think about. Uh, well, now now that I think about it, there are. Uh, so so I usually lowball bottle movies. Um, cause, cause you lowball every movie. I do. Um, I, I, I usually try and love all bottle movies, uh, because that's largely, like, the reason a lot of bottle movies are made. Uh, I know Sleuth was shot, like, super on the cheap, the, the, uh, Kenneth Branagh Sleuth, um, Moon, as we discuss, hella cheap. Yeah. Um, I, I've, and, and there are a shocking number of, of movies that were made for, like, in the ballpark of, like, eight million. Yeah. Give, uh, give, give this another step. Uh, okay. I'm still not gonna go super high. No. I'm not gonna go, I'm not even gonna go up to 20 million. I'll say 15. Uh, it was 20.5. Wow. 20.5 million. Okay. Can you guess what it grossed in the box office less. In, in the U.S.? <laughs> less than that. It is less. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say 10. Uh, six. Six. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, people don't invest in Cronenberg movies for good returns. <laughs> like, he does, except for The Fly... 
He doesn't really have a, a, a great track record with that. <laughs> you invest in a Cronenberg movie because you want to see what it'll do, I think. <laughs> yeah, it, it returns six million. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't find that hard to believe. I mean, I didn't like, hear about this movie. I did. I, 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 I this heard, was the first I've heard of it. Was today. I heard about it quite a bit. Um and and it's like I, I remember I remember the the ad campaign and everything for this. Um, it was coming out against a lot of other stuff. Well, it came out in May of that, 2012, which means it was yeah, like the Avengers. Yeah. I think. Mm, no, that wasn't the later. Avengers. Yeah. Sin. The Avengers, Avengers came out in 2012. It did? Yup. Holy shit. It did. Holy shit. Um, man, time flies. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, so, yeah, it, it was it was up against... Speaking of which, do we want to do Infinity War for the podcast? Uh, yeah. We can... I mean, I just want to see Infinity War. Yeah. But, but, yeah, we can do it for the podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Avengers came out May... I might have already seen it once by the time we get around to it. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, Sorry, real quick. Yeah. Avengers came out May fourth, twenty twelve. This came out uh, da, 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 May twenty fifth, twenty twelve. So Avengers was still very much in the theater when yeah, this came out. Yeah. So yeah, again, like, like I was gonna say, I, I didn't think that it, it it came out against that, but I remembered that it came out against some some. It came out in the summer and against some blockbuster fair, um, but yeah, I, I do I do remember the ads for this. Um, I was watching a lot of uh, a lot of late night <laughs> television at the time. That's fair. When you would see ads for this, but uh, but you know a lot of like uh, that was uh, when we lived in the apartment. Yeah, there, there was like a lot of like it's this sort of show in like late night adult So This is pro- possibly the last year of my life that I had cable. Yeah. <laughs> the good old days. But but yeah. So I, I remember the ad campaign. It was not a big ad campaign. Uh, and again, it was up against Avengers. So. <laughs> Yeah, there was there was no chance of this movie making fantastic returns. But I, I again I, I have heard it um I, I have heard it winding up on a lot of people's like most underrated uh, type lists and stuff like that. I would say that it is it is fine. What I, I know you said you want to watch it again. I will probably not. Yeah. I will probably not watch it again. Period. <laughs> I, I, I would like to watch this again for uh, scholastic purposes. <laughs> I would not, not, not for like sheer enjoyment or anything, because uh, this isn't really one of those like you know th- this isn't going to be your feel good movie. This movie doesn't stimulate you. Very <laughs> right. Much. It, it's not going to be the kind of movie that you're like, oh man, I. I just can't wait to see that again. I'm gonna like, like, but I, I do wanna, I do wanna like, watch it, uh, again for like I said, like kind of intellectual purposes and sort of see if I can. Um, I, I would like to put this, I would like to put this in a category and like a broader context. Um, 
possibly for a for a future like deep dive type review or something. All right, well you can do that one solo and I'll do Lost in Translation <laughs> and we'll call it that. I I would I would I would be happy to do a Lost in Translation deep dive. I know you would be too. Yeah. <laughs> I could I could watch that movie again right now. But none of this comes before I do a Repo Man deep dive. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, you have anything else to add? We're we're running up on time here. Um, nah, not really. Watch, watch this if you're into a lot of talk about philosophy and, and the economy. You want to see a pretty novel scene of Robert Pattinson hitting on a woman while receiving a prostate exam yeah. in a limo. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. Peace.